What's up, everybody? This is the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. Hello, you fine people in America and all stretches of land. This is another episode of the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. This podcast is a self-help, life tips, comedy angles, and overall current events in the world that you can sit down every Sunday, grab that coffee, get that smooth jam, and yeah, we'll catch you up for the week. We'll bring you to where you want to be in life, and you're chilling with the bros. So (laughs) without further ado, let's get into this poll. All right. Yeah. This week, sort of a current event poll. Do you think Aaron Hernandez, who just recently was pronounced dead... A few mornings ago, I don't know what morning exactly, but mm-hmm. do you believe he committed suicide or was murdered or set up? I should, or, you know, it could be yeah. interchangeable, but what did you guys go with? Well, we got 20 votes. I just want to... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 20 votes. 55% of our votes said suicide and 45% said murder. So, yeah, Jay, what do you think? What did you vote in this situation? Um, well, I voted murder, but... I've flipped since my vote. Nice. Um, well, so I originally, when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, definitely looks like something's up. And then I thought, no, he probably just killed himself. Makes sense. He's going to be in jail for the rest of his life, this, that. And then all like the people that know him were like, he'd never do this, this, and that. And then I kind of was like, holy shit, maybe something did happen. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a bunch of stuff after the fact, where they said he was smoking, they said synthetic marijuana, which is like spice, which says it makes you get like, I don't know if it makes you like hallucinate or something, but it's like really intense and, and like, I don't know, could have caused him to kill himself. He had like a Bible, a Bible verse written on his forehead, oh or on his hand, I heard oh. for it, I don't remember. But, and then another thing is like, so... If you are still in the middle of, like, appealing your case, so if you're still, like, in the legal process saying that you didn't do it and you die, it goes back to as if you never committed the crime. So he'll never, like, from my understanding is that since he killed himself and he was still in the process of going through his appeals, he will not be convicted of that murder. It'll be wiped away and then... Since that, like, technically never happened, he will still make his salary from the Patriots because he got released because he was arrested. Does that make sense? That's really interesting. So his family kind of gets that And so, yeah, he had a little daughter, like a really young daughter. So there's a good chance, in a way, that was his reasoning? Yeah, like, he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life, give her, like, set her up. I don't know. That's my understanding of it. Oh, that's that's very interesting. What did you make sense? What did you choose when you yeah? The well, of things? I don't know. I I'm flip flopping a lot right now because I originally picked murder and then I kind of had the same logic as Jonah going on. I want to see where he wrote that on his body. How do you write on your own forehead? I wonder well, if they have mirrors and stuff. Yeah, yeah but who the oh yeah? I don't know. I'm just I mean, trying. It was on his hand. Like, how long is his Bible? Oh, it was like John three sixteen. Oh, that okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't true. know. Yeah, he probably he probably killed himself, I guess. But 
He was like fucked up too. Like he was probably going some crazy shit through his head. That stuff's not. It's very safe. So he probably and it was and he got it in prison too. So it probably wasn't like this. If there is any such thing as safe synthetic marijuana, it probably wasn't. Yeah, very safe. I I agree with that. Yeah, I actually I put murder. I figure they they always talk about in those when they analyze it after they're dead. How easy it is to tell whether they did it themselves or someone else did it. Really? Yeah, yeah. In terms of, yeah, no, it's usually pretty easy to tell um, from a crime investigating thing that, oh yeah, this was suicide, this was murder, and, and like people that shoot themselves or whatever, it's easy for them to tell if they held it up, and they have all these different ways of doing that. But so I figured if they pronounce suicide right away, and even though there was some stuff coming out, I think the the evidence of no one being there and whatever that might have been and how he struggled through it. I think that kind of... I just have to... You said you voted for murdered. I I meant suicide, if I said that. Okay, I was a little confused. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. I meant suicide. I voted suicide. Gotcha. But, yeah, crazy situation. It was crazy that we talked about it right before, literally. Yeah, it happened a couple days after we recorded the last Mm -hmm. podcast. It was pretty wild. It was... Was. Intense situation, but yeah. <laughs> um, moreover, Dayton, do you have uh, anything you yeah. want to bring up? To I us? could. I'll just. Uh, I wanted just to throw something in. So we recently talked about cruises, right? And we talked about jumping overboard. We oh, had yeah. some sort of discussion about yeah. that. It was funny because my family members, some distant family members, jumped off a cruise ship. Well, they were on a cruise ship, and some guy jumped overboard on his honeymoon. Never saw him again, obviously. Just that was the last time anybody. He's on his honeymoon. Whoa. He's like, oh shit, I made a mistake. Yeah, I've been waiting oh. to bring this up to you guys. I didn't want to marry this he was on his honeymoon and it's like five in the morning. The guy just jumped, literally just jumped overboard. Oh it was no doubt intentional. I mean, I don't yeah, really know. Yeah, because like the eyewitness accounts said the guy went up to the ledge and just jumped off the oh. thing. Like, Jesus Christ. So I don't know, maybe, who knows, maybe the guy was like hammered or something in the middle of the night and thought it was been. jumping in the bathtub. Dude, the honeymoon's supposed to be I don't the know best how time you life, mistake oh that. Yeah, word. I don't know, dude. That's so, crazy. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. That's I, it was interesting that we were talking about it. It's a hell of a way to kill yourself, I'll tell you that. I think you would immediately be chopped up by the propellers. I think you get no. sucked Whoa. under. I think you get sucked oh. under and then you're immediately dead and chopped up. I or I don't know if you necessarily get sucked under. I think those you things might. are a lot more powerful no. than you expect. Well, they have to be, dude. Those, those think ships about are that's moving. unfucking believable. Like 30 tons of whatever. More than that. More, yeah, more than that. Way more than that. Yeah, no. Cruise ships are unbelievable. You don't really appreciate how big they are until you stand like next to one. Yeah. And you look up and you're like, oh my God. I, I did Googling on going overboard in cruise ships. And they say you would die basically on impact because the water is so, so cold. Uh, and you're your in the body, middle of the ocean. Just, well, like your body has that reflex where when it gets cold, you gasp. So when you go under, you get a lung, oh you know, a lungs full of water, and it's just like that. It makes sense. Well, that I mean, I take awesome. cold showers sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so. it's true. Yeah, Wim Hof. <laughs> but yeah, that'd that be, was just that'd be a quick death. Yeah, I don't think it would be the funnest way to yeah. go. But yeah, yeah. Um, moving on to. 
owning a cruise ship line or owning some sort of, <laughs> I asked you guys this in the beginning of the week, and I never brought it up again because oh I kind of forgot, gosh. and I just kind of realized, but I asked you guys if you could own one company. Oh, shit. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. Anyway, go on. If you could own one company that you don't, it's you don't have an economic advantage by owning this. All 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 of it is equal in terms of it doesn't matter how much you make. But out of pure joy of owning one company that exists right now, what would you pick? I think I have my answer. I think I have mine too. Jonah, I want to hear yours first. <sighs> I think I'd pick Walt Disney. There's so much that's engulfed in that. You would own all the Disney World parks, everything like that. That in, in and of itself is just fantastic. Joy. You get to ride for free. It's <laughs> the happiest place on earth, dude. Are you kidding me? It's amazing. Space Mountain. They own you know, their production company. They make films, TV shows, this, that. You could meet, work with the biggest stars in the world. It just seems like it would be a cool company to like own. Not A lot of work to maybe run, but if I'm just kind of the owner... Mm-hmm. Figurehead. Yeah. Oh, Disney totally. would be a good company. That's, I'm not mad at that call. Thanks. Get to meet all the That's... characters. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the exact opposite of what I was about to say. I, mean, you're I was just going to say, I would lo- like right now, realistically, I wouldn't be aiming too big. I would like a small little like oh. vinyl shop or something like wow. that. Wow. Because I'm like obsessed with. I don't know. I'm just obsessed with my vinyls. So, so maybe like all uh, day, just being around that shit and being able to listen to. So there's two choices you could have. You could have a vinyl producer. So maybe you make all these vinyls and send them out to other companies that sell them. Or would you want to be an owner of a shop that a sells? A shop that a like shop. trades, For sells. Sure. Yeah. Like a massive shop so around th- the country that yeah, sells them. And I want like old ones and new ones. And would I don't you? want. Just like new, like, cause you know, you, I could have a shop and just have like the newer stuff or just it, the older stuff. And is this strictly vinyls? Cause Urban Outfitters, for example, they sell yeah. vinyl, a good amount of vinyls. Yeah, I just, I think vinyls out of like that and the Walkman and the CD ROM player, that, they just sound the cooler out, you know, the coolest out of all of them. So mm-hmm. I don't know. What about you? Well, I, I had a lot of trouble with this. I could take a lot of different routes, routes, route, route. Routes and wow, there's. I had the company. You know, I hadn't thought about this until I just asked you guys. If I'm, if I'm being completely honest, so I could take a, a route where I could own a a movie or a video game company, and I think that would be really sweet oh. to just be backlines and and uh, I don't know, getting to getting to watch some of this stuff evolve and controlling that and different things but mm-hmm. or I could take the the really cool route it's going into Somerset there it's pronounced the most profitable I think the most profitable clothing industry or clothing company right now and it's bugging me like crazy because I can't remember the name but you can't remember the name ever since the accident yeah ever, ever <laughs> since the accident and Gosh, it's gonna Zara, 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 Zara. So they're it's just they're very fashion based. They one of the big things they do is on throughout all their stores they have new products every single day, and all of it is one time. They have it for one time only. 
So they'll get a bunch of a product and it'll stay in the store until it's all sold out. Uh -huh. But then that's it. That's all it lasts. And they they're like ex they're extremely successful. It's very current fashion. A lot status. of those like I don't know if it's like a boutique, but like a lot of those like smaller stores like change around their setup like every week. Yeah, yeah. It's uh -huh. and ridiculous. I think my dad was even saying he was reading an article on the Zara guy, and he is one of the most. I mean, I know we were talking not profitable, but he's one of the richest man, men in the world in terms of owning real estate and money in general and oh it's crazy big buck i'm big, looking i'm looking up buck. numbers right now he makes a big does buck. he yeah <laughs> uh, that's crazy but no it would just be super fun to be be involved in all that kind of fashion and current type things and you're meeting all these superstars that do fashion and People are reaching out to you that want like your idea. I think right. that'd be really cool, and just a whole different spin on my life that I could take huh. route. It's interesting. I wouldn't uh, guess that. Yeah. You. No, I, I. This was just kind of random, but he's the second richest person in the world. Sorry, there, I'm just yeah. throwing random facts. Wow. No, yeah, I thought it was. But nuts. right behind Bill Gates, seventy-one point three bill. Oh my goodness! This is wow. what he's worth. Yeah, he, uh, I've never even heard of that guy. Wow, dude! Never even heard a, of that brand. That's a that's a lot of cash. That's a that's lot, lot of money. coin. Oh yeah, Serena's pregnant. Have you seen that? That's what I was gonna bring up, you guys. Oh, yeah. I guess well, changing topics yeah. a little bit. Did you see Serena Williams is pregnant? Yeah, I did see that. Announced via Snapchat. Her kid's gonna be a walking <laughs> NBA player. That's what I wanted Specimen. to ask Jonah about. He's <laughs> gonna is come he, out of the womb and be ready to compete grand slam. professionals. Yeah. Porn. Oh boy! Yeah, hope, yeah. The greatest athlete of all He'll time. We'll be drinking right? like normal drinks. We'll just be out it's of just, those Grand Slam mugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, trophies. It's just too bad that she didn't marry like LeBron James, so they could have like a super. You kind of wonder kid. what would happen if something like that. Yeah, about. you know what I mean. Like two just phenomenal athletes kind of just team up. Like what comes out for two of the maybe the best girl and guy athletes in the world? Right. I think. You could pretty much say LeBron is probably the most athletic beast yeah, in he, the NBA. He's a specimen. He's huge. Oh, watching him the other night. Fast. Came back from a 20-point lead. Just He's stronger, faster, smarter than everybody in the league. Uh, yeah, no, it's just absolutely unbelievable. And I guess one this going off of uh, semen. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Me and Dayton. Jeez. I was telling Dayton about this movie I saw recently. I should probably look up the movie so people Oh my god. But it's a movie I saw maybe a couple, a few years ago. And it's all about how this guy was donating his semen to a bank. And, and he ended up having a ton of kids. Yeah, so he was donating as he was a college kid just for the money and everything. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he, he didn't want to know anything about it, but he was like 40 years old. He wasn't married or anything. And, and so finally he goes to this bank and asks for the results or what they've all given the it to. All the women who... And he's, yeah. like, and he's thinking that maybe one, two people. He gets it and he has like 108 kids or something wild like oh, that. My and so God. the rest of the movie is based around him traveling. Is it a true country. story or no? I don't know. I'm not sure. What's the title of the movie? Did you That's find That's what it? I want to find oh, out. Sorry, I thought you found it. Did you, no, we did just you watch this? this. In, like three years ago. It was a great movie. It was emotional. Huh. And oh, I bet it was emotional. Intense. Gosh. That'd be wild. Just but, one day figuring out you have 
like 300 kids. That's wild. Just something ridiculous. Yeah, I wonder how... He must have donated a lot of sperm. Yeah, <gasps> that is a lot. It um, is, but at the same but time... But then, what's the... <laughs> like, how much can you get out of one donation? Out of one Because there's load. a lot of swimmers in there. Yeah, dude, there's I like know. a million in like a drop, right? There's like a lot of little swimmers. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so, I didn't realize so they might divide it up. What's the PPL? What's the price per load, dude? <laughs> the PPL. How much am I getting per load to do Yeah, this? how much do... Because look, be easy at, at, a point, at, at some point, I lose money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I lose money. Like they're definitely getting a lot more out of it. Yeah, they're getting. Than I am. Oh, without a doubt. Yo, because the, yeah, they're selling that. Semen they're for selling a lot that of, for a, a pretty penny. Right, no, so no doubt. I better be seeing some benefits. I want to see some lifelong. I want to see a high PPL. <laughs> Give me a paycheck. A monthly paycheck. Like, hey, this is just another hey, uh, three hundred dollars for your donation. Usually, the range is thirty-five to fifty dollars per specimen <laughs> per load. Wait, so like per cup, per, like per, per serving? swimmer? <laughs> Joey reads a lot. <laughs> I don't know, man. What is it? No, they just like test you before. Interesting. I wonder if you're, maybe you have great swimmers that maybe you get paid a little extra. Hey, they if might be a higher priority. priority. I don't know, taxes, you All I know is they be emailing me back and I... I don't hey, uh, so, why, what exactly do you do for career? Well, I uh, just donate my spawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have right. a pretty good PPL rating. My credit's high. My PPL's high. <laughs> if you want your son to shadow me or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been looking into a lot of new extraction methods. Oh my I mean, gosh! I've been don't yeah. I've been investing in the latest and greatest technology. Oh. That, but <laughs> looking for an intern to shadow me. Your son's interested. All for right. your internship, you have to take a not a drug test, but a sperm test. test. Fertility test. Fertility <laughs> test. Oh yeah, he's good. Oh. All right. Well, moving on. Yeah. Moving on. One actually thing I wanted to talk about, me and Jonah brought up very slightly, but we, we figured it was just good info to educate our audience with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just kind of talking about, and I figured you'd be interested in this too, Dayton. It's one of the awesome things about MLB baseball that no other sport can relate to is that every field is a little bit different. It plays different. It plays different. Like in football, it's 100 yards. You know, this, that, I mean, yeah, you can get turf and grass, but, this, I mean, not a huge difference. In baseball, you have a short porch here. You got the green monster, mm -hmm. you know, different fields. Some um, some fields play better to uh, hitters. There's hitters' parks. There's uh, pitchers' parks. When there's a lot of foul territory, it's mm -hmm. better for the pitcher. It's just it's We just thought it was kind of interesting how, like, it can change a game just oh, yeah. by – the park you're in, yeah. and how, like, a player's career can get turned around by just playing somewhere else. Like, Curtis Granderson went That's to uh, the Yankees and led the league in home runs because he mm -hmm. had a short fence right, in right field. Right like, field. it's just it's just cool that all these different stadiums play differently and can benefit one player over another, and one's, cool. one's more likely to succeed. Every park's got their little thing, yeah. I feel like. I'm waiting for a park to just put a 
big old apple tree, center field. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you just gotta just work with it. Right around. <laughs> just play it off the apple tree. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, oh just the difficulty. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Why did anybody you ever think of that? that? <laughs> be beautiful. Like a dope well, tree. In, in New York, at the Mets Stadium, they have a big ass apple in the outfield. The big apple. Yeah. Oh, just in like, the field of play, though. No. Right? Is yeah. that what no, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. What's oh the gosh. field that has the hill? There's a lot. Oh, that's, that's oh no, that's Houston. 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 That's okay, Houston. Houston. Yeah. yeah. No, we were, but we were just kind of saying, what other sport really has that? I mean, NBA is so regulatory, and they have to have these exact hoops, exact lines. nets, exact lines. Yep. Everything's exactly the same to each stadium, and court. That yeah, it's almost only this. And I was just actually thinking, the only sport that can kind of relate to that, I guess, is tennis. In the sense that they have different grass, gravel, gravel, clay, gra- gravel. Uh, not gravel. Wow, clay. that'd be tough. <laughs> uh, clay. Dang, Federer's gonna take that gravel grand <laughs> slam here pretty soon. That's funny. Yeah, but it's just very interesting in baseball. That is, I never actually really thought of that, but it's very true. And Jonah brought up a point. I didn't realize they had pitching parks. Like, he said oh the yeah, Oakland A's like is a big pitcher pitchers park because a lot of foul territory. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think Makes about sense. that. It's a very good point. Uh huh. But no, no, yeah, just that's an interesting point. Totally random. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, everyone's in the baseball mood. I feel like right now, just because yeah. of how nice it's getting. We're around that turn. Yeah, we are. Tailgate season. We've made the not turn. really, but it's <laughs> 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 a summer season. <laughs> Do you have anything you yeah. wanted to kind of touch on? Uh, I have um, something I saw on Twitter. It was one of those stupid memes, but I had to ask you guys. I'll read it verbatim, and I want you guys to each give me your answer. Mm-hmm. A gun to your head, you get one song choice. Recite it perfectly, you're free. Mess up, he pulls the trigger. Oh. Which song are you picking? All right. So I have to sing the entire song. Every single lyric has to be perfect. Wow. Damn. I know. Can I do like a... ABCs? That's, that's exactly no, what I was thinking. Off limits. I was like scrolling <laughs> yeah. scrolling up and down and that was kind of like... like this is a song I hear on the radio. That's what I have to kind of almost narrow it down to. Something that you'd listen to. <laughs> now, I think I have my answer and I don't know how many other people would pick this, but Don't Stop Believing by Journey is... One of the easiest songs to sing of all time. I could sing that in my sleep. I'd feel pretty confident I'd be walking out of there unharmed if I could sing that one. Wow. You also got to factor in your nerves. You're nervous. You got to gun to your head while this... Do you get the song playing in the... You get the the instrumental version. That's what I was asking, yeah. Yeah, you get the instrumental version. That's very important. You get a melody. Yeah. Yeah, If you want a melody. Because I got to work with that. No, no, that'd be too hard. And honestly... Listen... Let's not downplay the fact that if there's no words playing in the background, you just have the instrumental. That's tough. It's hard to get like, like the even if you start. No, you could even know. I could know this every word to a song, but if I don't have it in the background to kind of go with, oh, yeah. I'm not singing every word. I don't know if there's any song that if you just give me the instrumental that I could hit every single oh, line. Oh, I could. I don't. No, I don't I think could. I could ever do that. It's not that hard. You don't think you could do Gorilla? That's the song I was gonna pick, but, <laughs> I, but I don't know if I. I don't know if I could do it without. Him on there. I mean, I could do parts, but I don't think I could do the whole song. That's what I would be scared about. I don't think I could. Picture by Kid Rock. (laughs) 
I was my first instinct thought was landslide Dixie Chicks. If I'm honest, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Which I, that one's not terribly hard. You to do, say. you do belt that one just right I, out. That one's there. just ingrained in me. Uh, yeah, it is. That it's is also song. my karaoke song. Do you guys have a solid karaoke song that you go? Yeah, that's my karaoke song. Well, I have a few of those. Do you? I mean. I think it's my answer's the same for both questions. I don't know, you do gorilla for karaoke? Oh, no doubt. I do something Michael Jackson probably for oh, wow. karaoke. MJ, little any, man in the mirror. Any MJ is good for karaoke. Nice. But, yeah, probably Billy Jean. Smooth Criminal probably actually. Oh wow. Smooth Criminal is one of my favorites. That's good. That's a great one because people will love that playing. Right. You have to think about that as a karaoke song too. It can't be this random ass song that no, people no. are gonna be like. Something oh. relevant, but something that people don't remember on the day to day. That is there's something unique that everyone's gonna be like, Oh, oh this is a great yeah, song. Right, I forgot right. about this song. A good play. Just a classic. Yeah, I'm surprised he knows every word. Yeah. And the best part about karaoke is when people are walking around, not looking at the lyrics, and just working the Jamming. crowd. <laughs> oh, yeah. Passing the mic. Gosh, I, I strive to be good at karaoke, but I've still never really done it, which I'm so disappointed you know, in myself that I I don't know if I'd ever do it. Dude, oh, you, at the cabin, it'll happen. It has to. Once, once we are of legal age, we will be going <laughs> to the cabin every Wednesday, and I will be 100% sober. <laughs> Only looking forward to this karaoke and just practicing. Oh my god! You got some. You get some solid practicing when you yeah. take showers, so you can hear oh, me out here. Well aware. <laughs> We're sitting on the couch and Josh is just belching out songs in the shower. Yeah, yeah. the notes are singing to me. I'm not singing it. <laughs> god. <laughs> Actually, something interesting, we were talking in my Asian history class, we're talking about modern Asian Chinese societies and J Japanese societies. One of the biggest things they do there, like honestly, one of the most popular things they do in, in, in those Asian countries is karaoke. Almost every night after work, people get <laughs> hammered and it's karaoke bars everywhere. What do you mean? Through what? China and Japan and oh, all that. Oh, in China? Yeah. Oh, my that is, God. That is the most popular pastime at night. It's because they, they can't use their phones to do anything. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say there. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was random as all get up. And, yeah, government's strict over there. I, I did not realize how strict it was. They, oh, they have, I they think have... I've said this to you guys, or I don't know if I've said to you, Dayton. They can't go on Google. They can't go on Twitter. And if I was yeah. to go over there with my phone and try to get on Google, it would say not allowed. And That's weird. And they have all these separate things that they're governed. And one crazy thing is, I think it's called like the Great Firewall of China. It's, it's the firewall that blocks all the stuff they don't want, the, yeah. go the government doesn't want. Yeah. And they have two to three million workers that dedica they dedicate, they pay for these workers to just purely go through all these articles, all these oh videos, and like make censor? sure that, the censor it, and make sure oh. that it's approved for the government. Gosh. Think about that spending, that tax money, or whatever they yeah. to you to have that. That's yes. a communist government, dude. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, no, no, it's just super interesting. Yeah. That other side of the world. It's, an, it's another world, really. It really is. If I could be a leader of a country, though, realistically, like if I could be like the head of a country, I'd want to be a dictator, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing against it. Just like, 
if I'm gonna be in if I'm gonna be in power, I want whole power. I almost yeah. You know what I mean? Because no, yeah. like I don't want to be like the like president like the president. Job the president right is kind of like yeah, you have power, but not really. No, you can do something, but it's just gonna get overturned. If I'm the dictator, dude, whatever I say is the law. Yeah. Like if I'm Kim Jong Un, dude. Yeah. If I tell you to people, go piss in the corner, you got to go piss in the corner. Yeah. He he kills people. He kills top generals who betray him. Yeah. Like, it's wild. It's I mean, wild. I'm not saying I'd be a ruthless dictator or anything no, like that. No, I'm just but saying you want the full. You I'd want be, to be able to do something. You don't want to have limits in a way. In yeah, a way. it's kind of a tease to be it is. president of the United States, biggest best country in the world. And then you kind of can't really do as much as you really think you can. Right, and then you're limited. Obviously, it's good for the people and everything, but I and mean, in if a, you're in that position, it, in a way, I almost feel it's. I don't know about this. It's almost less stressful to be a dictator because if you're the president, you have to represent all Pol- of these people. Politics. And, and you're trying to get. You're not re-elected. making choices for the better of your country. You're making choices for the better of your party, for the better of the people that elected that's the, you. That's and, what's so shitty about like politics and everything now. It's just like people do things to save their ass so they get reelected or this exactly. or that. And I feel like they never really. That's like, what sucks about our Senate. Do do things for like the right reasons. Like there's a lot of things that I feel like could be bipartisan like yeah. where like it doesn't really matter if it's democrat or republican but one party has this idea that they kind of have to align with it's like really That's what sucks yeah. And, yeah and people they'll make in the senate they'll make decisions purely on their party they might think way differently but they're picking their party and whatever that right. bill says they identify just with so the they party. get reelected yeah. because they have to if a democrat were to vote it's for so for a bill that the republicans put up then he's not going to get reelected because the Democratic Party's going to screw him. Right, they and expect it, him to stick with his guns. Democrat, right, and right. if if a Republican thinks that legalizing marijuana should be good and they vote for it, then the Republican Party screws them over. Like it's exactly. just you kind of it's a lose lose. They attack the people that are doing the right thing, right. almost or doing their beliefs. It's all about saving your job. Yeah, she kind of stinks. No, yeah, I but. I don't know. It's it's just a very weird thing to handle, and who knows? There's not like a right way to go about fixing it in a way. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? Uh, I guess we can kind of move on. Anything else you want to bring yeah. up? Yeah. Well, kind of on the topic of political affiliation, I recently just watched a or. Mm. Got halfway through a documentary last night that was very, very liberal, liberally slanted, very left side, but it was pretty good. It was called Bowling for Columbine, and it just uh, investigated the shootings of Columbine in 1999 and just talked about gun control and then the homicide rate in America and stuff. So obviously it was pro-gun control because it was liberals, but yeah, it was interesting, and uh I don't know. I just um, I wanted to. I don't know much about Columbine. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up to you guys because you guys both said you didn't know much about it. It was the deadliest high school shooting in U.S. history in 1999 on 420, coincidentally. Nice. And wow, yeah. that's just uh, like a couple days ago. Yeah. So I don't know how many years. It's been what 17, 18? Because it happened in 99, so it'd have been 18 years. Yeah. Two kids that were. They were kind of considered the outcasts or weirdos, whatever, shot up the school, targeted kids, targeted a couple black kids, and just went 
off the wall, batshit crazy. And it really brought up <clears throat> just the idea of should we have stricter gun laws? And yeah, I didn't get all the way through it, so I didn't get uh -huh. to see too much. But they went really into it, and it was pretty sad. A lot of these, a lot of these parents just lost children. Kids, it's horrible. like that. They went to school, never came back. And wasn't there bombs that went off and stuff well, too? So and they, I know there was. Or they said there they, was bombs. They, right? they were, and they were. They didn't go off to. or something. They, they had, had them set they, up. They didn't like work or something. Exactly. And they, they also tried to set fire to the cafeteria and lock people in there. God. They yeah they. They That's tried crazy. doing a ton of stuff, stabbing kids. Yeah, it kind of was like that. Yeah, That's wild. They, but they were blaming it on... So it, it brought to the surface of violent video games, violent TV, you know, uh, Marilyn Manson, like music like that, Screamo, that you like to listen to at the gym. <laughs> so everybody be on the lookout for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh fits all those right. violent video violent. games, Screamo. Oh my God. Yeah, not funny, but still. Yeah. Wow. So it, it was an interesting thing to watch. Very sad, but it really kind of makes you think about. Yeah, that's stuff. something I should know more about. And but like I said, it, you could tell it was just very biased, very slanted towards, you know, appealing to the liberals. But what's your guys' feelings on gun laws? Do you think that's? I just I just don't see why it's necessary for anybody to have a huge automatic. Rifle. That's where I think the lines should be drawn. Like, I'm not saying take away guns from anybody, but I don't see why, if you want a massive AR, What's that why that's mean? necessary. And if I understand a lot of people say it's for sport and this and that, I feel like if you want to purchase it, then it has like then you should just keep it at a location. And that if you want to use it, you can go and you can use it there under supervision. You can do the whatever there. But I don't see any reason to be able to have that in your home. What do you need that for? Yeah, you're not fighting off a huge or army of people. Or yeah, you're not. You know what I mean, like, it, like it's not. I, yeah. But other than that, I mean, that's like the main thing is I just don't see the need for automatic rifles for that's a the civilian to have. Agree with that. And if you want to use it, then you should use it at a controlled location. And if you want it moved, then they can move it for you. But I just don't see any reason to have it. At, in your home or on you those kids had automatic weapons too that was yeah, a lot of people do it's one not that's, uncommon yeah there's high school footage of them in the cafeteria walking around with like mini uzis that's and just crazy taunting these kids yeah it's terrible one thing that is so bad about it is the accessibility of it you can you can go on craigslist i think even and talk and message these people and get automatics without really going through yeah. that much i don't know how I don't know enough about it. You can either. get you can get anything nowadays pretty easy though with the internet. Uh -huh. It's pretty easy to get yeah, just I about mean, anything. Changing the laws will only help so much. I mean, yeah. if you yeah. want your, if you want to get your hands on something, you you'll can. get your hands you on can. it. Right, Absolutely. but at least make it more difficult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop. Yeah. And you know, that's an interesting topic. Yeah, that's my little bit about that. I don't know. Uh huh. So yeah, I I was. <laughs> completely changing topics. I brought this up to you guys just slightly, but I'm, I was listening to this JRE podcast. <laughs> and I want to, Dayton was telling me a little bit about it, but I don't know much about it. But apparently, Ari Goldberg, or, or this was Joe Rogan's friend, he, it was a podcast that was directly talking about psychedelic drugs. 
and it's just it's an interesting thing to hear about and hear these stories about and it's just wild that that's a part of our lives and he was talking about how this Ari Goldberg guy took Selvia which is a psychedelic <laughs> that's I don't a, I don't know anything about it but yeah. he had the the 5 month trip or so, excuse me he had a trip <laughs> that in that lasted 10 minutes and he felt like he stepped into another life another everything separate and he felt like he was there for five months but was really 10 minutes that's ridiculous uh, how like <sighs> the fact that you can ingest something that makes your mind completely altered and you to go into this totally different Crazy. reality is just unreal dude was messed up Think about that. Think about that. That how, time. How crazy the that is. The time difference is crazy. And, if you and, think it's five months and it's only been ten minutes, you got to be messed up. Five years. No, five months. Five oh. months. Five okay. months of time that's only ten minutes, and that's just going that's on in your brain. Your it's brain's crazy. just tweaking out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's, and natural, it's naturally found. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And don't they say that... Once you once you're dying, you release a lot of your DMT yeah. in your body, or that's what I've heard. Is I, that why you see chemi- everything? That's why. Yeah, you, that, I think it's the similar chemicals are released in the brain when I don't know. That's what I hear. I don't know if I'd ever. Yeah, that's crazy. That stuff's wild. I don't know. And then they were also talking about this toad that I told you a little bit about that yeah. has the psychedelic venom, and. Apparently it's this big myth that if you lick this toad and you can get this venom, then you'll trip. But apparently that's not true at all, and people are dying, and you actually have to smoke it instead. Of, it's just but how do you weird smoke how a these frog, people figure this stuff out. How do you smoke a how, Yeah, how are you smoking a frog? I don't know. Yeah. It's just a whole other aspect of life Gosh. that... That can't be good for you. Could you. Go, I could go my whole life and not know anything about any of this stuff. <laughs> Pretty easily. It's just a whole different world. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> there's not much to talk there's about. So many, I guess, but there's so many natural, th- like naturally occurring things that like really fuck up a person. Yeah. Like it's pretty. And people incredible. have no There's idea. so many drugs that are just. They were even saying there's some stuff that grows in California. People have it as a. It looks really pretty. No one has any idea. You can pick that smash it and snort it or something weird and you'll trip like crazy yeah no one has any idea tobacco marijuana all these different opioid plants cocaine plant like it's all natural not synthetic stuff and it's just wild do you do you know how they figured out lsd like how lsd became i listened to a podcast about it uh at work over the summer Mm -hmm. so this guy was trying to figure out i'm pretty sure it was like a better like cough medicine it was it was meant for children and he took it one night to to test it out and he just like just the like a very tiny amount and was just tripping well right or correct me if i'm missing he took a like visibly a tiny amount, but in reality that was like a lot of hits of acid. Oh, okay. Like a drop or two of that shit he had was a lot of hits of acid. Oh, okay. So it was like so he it, was he tripped sad. Oh yeah, it appeared to be a little bit, but I bet you that was like multiple multiple. And then tabs. I think he went and took it to like his bosses or like the people in charge and was like, 
I got this, that whatever, and then, like, <laughs> they took it, like, a, a less than him, <laughs> and, like, they tripped, and they were like, holy shit, and then I think that's kind of how they stumbled upon it, like, it was a complete accident, guy was trying to make a medicine, and then he wow. made this, one of the most psychedelic drugs on the market. It's stuff crazy how that comes about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always really cool to hear. And then they immediately made it illegal right after. Well, <laughs> no, it was no, it was legal for a long time. How long Did ago? Learn about I that didn't think it. Class? Dude, oh, were, it was uh, was it Nixon or Reagan? Somebody made a bunch of these drugs illegal. It was the same time when marijuana got a class one schedule. Yep, yep. They were or a sc- schedule one drug a classification. I think I'm pretty sure LSD was legal for like in the sixties. Right. They were or testing seventies. I don't know, dude. And there was no there, because they had like these creative things on the tabs or it's, something. It's because the government came out with the. They said that um, LSD like put holes in your brain or something, and it's just completely untrue. And people kind of start freaking out. Oh yeah, you're in 1943. Hoffman, Albert Hoffman, consumed yeah. some LSD and found uh, the dose, but. It was popularized in the 1960s. Yeah. And, yeah, pretty wild. When did it get... uh, Banned the drug in 1967. So people were taking it throughout the 1960s. Yeah. All the hippies. All the hippies. No, that's that's really cool. Yeah, I think they just kind of... Yeah, I don't know what it was, but they kind of released this like propaganda that it was really bad for you. When now people are starting to think that it could be good and that it could help with like PTSD and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I guess that kind of rounds things up. I, I, I feel like that's about all the drug talk we can do. And <laughs> and for those who are wondering what that movie I was referring to with the sperm, it's called Delivery Man, and the main guy is great, Vince Vaughn. Great name. No what? Way. No way. Yeah. And it turns out he fathered 533 children. Is it based on a true story, or does it not say? Mr. True Story over here. No, I was just curious. <laughs> it would be interesting if it actually happened. Uh, I'm not That's 100% inf- sure. Wow, we we might have to watch that. that yeah. Might have to be it was a to great key. movie. came out in 2013, I think. I, yeah. Wow. Well, maybe I saw it about three years ago, so. But anything else we want to touch on? I mean, play, NBA playoffs, is there NBA, any news with that? We NBA should... and NHL uh, playoffs just started this past week. Are Blackhawks still in it? I think I heard uh, that. Yeah, but I think they're getting their ass beat. Oh, really? I could be wrong. I'm not keeping up with it. But um, I think they're, they're in the playoffs, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Anything else we should make sure we touch on before we call oh. it till next Sunday? Give us a follow, Twitter. Yeah, give SoundCloud, us a give us a follow iTunes, on Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, at BGW Podcast on Twitter. Type in Bros Gone Wild Podcast on iTunes to find us wherever. Yeah, what have you? But I guess that's gonna do it for us this week, oh, boys. Yeah. Have to do. I'll see you next. See you next Sunday, and uh, yeah. cheers, boys. Cheers. cheers.